0: Good morning and welcome to Naples United Church of Christ My name is Dawson Taylor, I serve as your senior minister and it's a privilege to welcome you this morning If you're worshiping with us for the first time, if you are a lifelong member, if you are joining us via live stream or Facebook live or if you have gathered this morning at Bentley Village, we are grateful for your presence this morning, and I apologize for issues last week, but we have promised we have it worked out, and the internet will never go down again, and it's never going to have a problem. That was David's promise, so uh, we'll, we'll go with that, and, uh, and if, you jo- if you download our audio podcast later this week, no matter how you're worshiping with us, we're honored by your presence and glad to have you uh, this morning, and happy Groundhog Day. Um, I was at nine o'clock at the receiving line, someone said, you didn't wish us happy Groundhog Day, and I said, okay, we'll go with that, so uh, it's good to have you uh, this, on this festive day in our, in our nation. Um it, it's been a wonderful weekend uh, this morning. Uh, Michael Downs, a member of our congregation, and I yesterday were in Orlando yesterday morning at a Florida conference, board of directors meeting, and uh, lots of wonderful things happening in the life of the greater church of the United Church of Christ, and um, and I think we both raced back because we had evening events last night, um, and so it's always good to be back, and then uh, the women of our congreg- uh, congregation, 38, gathered yesterday for for our women's retreat soul collage and I know they had a wonderful day and so lots of exciting things happening in the life and ministry of our congregation I just want to say a brief word um, about. You probably saw this morning as you uh, arrived on campus that we now have a um, police presence that's here on Sunday mornings. The thing that I just want to say about that is, uh, or two things I want to say about that. First is this is coming uh, after a long study of um, security and safety um, in congregations. Today we've had a, a task force that's made up of members of our uh, board of deacons, uh, board of trustees, and staff, and so. Uh, And and so this is a recommendation that has been uh, made. And so uh, today is that first Sunday. And uh, and so I'm grateful to that team for their uh, very uh, faithful work. And the second thing I want to say about that is that I just want to be clear that this is being proactive, not reactive. And so we are simply uh, want to be mindful of safety and security in the times that we live in. And so I'm grateful uh, for all those who have helped make that possible. You'll notice also uh, as you came in that we have a um, Christmas tree uh, in the narthex and I promise we didn't just leave it up for fun. It's uh, a part of our annual tradition of the um, Precious Cargo Academy is here with their annual Valentine's Day tree. In church council this past Tuesday night, the uh, PCA committee reported how the PCA census number of students is now uh, just above 160 students. I think it was like 162. And I was reflecting to the council that when I arrived six years ago as associate minister, there were 75 students. So in six years, there's been such tremendous growth in that program, thanks to Dr. Leanne Batham and so many others. But I think one of the other key reasons that that has uh, happened is because of your tremendous support. And so I want to say thank you. One of the ways that we support them is uh, every year on this Sunday and then the, the two Sundays closest to Valentine's Day, we... Um, have a tree, and you'll find on that tree things like package of markers, scotch tape, things that help defray the cost that they have with their uh, everyday budget. You'll also find ways that you can underwrite field trips, and there's, so there's small things, large things, and everything in between. So I invite you to stop by, visit with Leanne, learn about what's happening at Precious Cargo, see if there are any items that you might want to do to help. So pick up an item, bring it back at your convenience, either at the church office or the Precious Cargo office in the next couple of weeks. No hard deadline there, so um, again, thank you for your generosity. And one worship heads up that I want to give you just so that you are not caught off guard. You will find in the um, order of worship that the prayer of thanksgiving, uh, if you want to just look for a second, which is after we receive communion, that is typically um, a prayer that's done by one of the clergy. This uh, month, we're going to invite you as a congregation for all of us to do this in unison. And so I'm actually leading that prayer. And so I will simply invite you to return to your bulletin, but I just didn't want to catch you off guard. And so want to give you a heads up about that. So as an intergenerational congregation, let us center our hearts and our minds as we gather for worship this morning. Will you join your hearts with mine in prayer? Let us pray. Loving and gracious God, we continue to give you thanks for the gift of this day. And we ask of God that in this time of worship, that you would speak either through me or in spite of me, but that above all else, we would hear with clarity what it is that you say to us this day. All of this we trust and we ask in your many names. Amen. Some biblical scholars and commentators call our reading for this morning the ordination address to the twelve. The writer of the Gospel of Matthew makes it clear that when Jesus saw the crowds, he made a beeline for the mountain. Moving away from the curious people in order to have conversation with the serious people. Just prior to the passage, we hear about the call of the disciples, the passage from last week in our lectionary. Those 12 bewildered fishermen and tax collectors who all of a sudden have been claimed, invited, or if you prefer, dragged and beguiled into living and learning and leaving with Jesus. As captivated as they are by this call, however, these recruits still aren't sure what it means. So this morning, Jesus takes them on a corporate retreat, if you will, to the mountaintop to teach them. Now, Our job is to be sure that we know what these words are about. So often it's portrayed about oughts and shoulds, but that's not really what it is. It's not about working and doing. These words are about blessing. Jesus begins with the blessings that are already ours. This passage, this prologue to the Sermon on the Mount is not about what we will be It's about what already is. This passage does not tell us that God will be good to us. It tells us that God is already good to us. It does not suggest that the realm of God will come someday. It proclaims with great joy that the realm of God is already here. Right here in the reality check of our imperfect lives, God is blessing us and loving us. Despite our titles and our public smiles, despite our bank accounts and the length of our resumes, despite all the acquired riches of the world we know, if we're really honest, at a deep level, we are poor in spirit. We know that our lives are filled with sadness. We know that as much as we want to be in charge, we are utterly dependent on the grace of God to make it through the night. Yes, we know that our meager efforts to find peace in a violent and turbulent world often make little difference. We know that when we really stick up for what we believe and what we value, the power brokers of the world will laugh at us and pass us by. I recently read about a remarkable woman who spent her life teaching and educating brain damaged children. I believe this is probably one of the group of people in whom our world pushes to the margins the most. Oh, we're nice and we're charitable, but we don't really value them because we don't know what to do with them. And so we keep them at a distance. But this woman spent her entire career, career educating and working with these children, so much so that her values were completely transformed. Not only were these children worthy of not being rejected, but they became to her chosen and precious. They became to her a blessing. The poor in spirit, the clean of heart, the sad and the persecuted ones, who somehow reflect the joy of God's grace. One year, she decided to have her class put on her production of "My Fair Lady." It never occurred to her to not give the lead part to a girl whose motor system had been damaged to the point where she was confined to a wheelchair. It never occurred to her to not give her the part. It never occurred to her that on the opening night, when the curtain opened for the first performance, that when the girl wheeled out onto the stage singing, I could have danced all night. I could have danced all night. That there would not be a dry eye in the audience. They had been confronted with the values of the gospel. That which the world rejects is, in God's sight, chosen and precious. Interestingly, the Beatitudes are actually incorrectly translated in most scripture versions of our Bible. The Greek does not read blessed are, but instead, oh, the blessedness of. Oh, the blessedness of our utter dependence on God, for that dependence ushers us into God's heart. Oh, the blessedness of our deep, deep sadness For it is in that sadness that God can touch and fill and comfort us. Oh, the blessedness of our finite earthiness, for it is in humility that we find abundance. Oh, the blessedness of our yearning for the good, for that hunger can be fed by God's grace. Oh, the blessedness of our generosity, for generosity is the sweetness of God's love. Oh, the blessedness of whatever justice and harmony we can create, for peace is the reflection of God's face. Oh, the blessedness of suffering and struggle, for joy is the fruit of adversity. The great preacher and contemporary theologian Barbara Brown Taylor summarizes the Beatitudes. But I believe more than that, that she encapsulates more than these teachings of Jesus, but rather summarizes how to be happy in today's culture. Barbara Brown Taylor simply says this, You are loved. Go, therefore, and act like it.